please welcome to our morning show studios an individual who helped lead the case uh, to free a person who had been in prison for 20 years for a wrongful murder conviction. A Minnesota man was set free last week from prison. Marvin Haynes, now 36 years old, was convicted of first-degree murder in 2004 in the shooting of a 55-year-old man at a Minneapolis flower shop. Joining us this morning is Jazz Hampton, and as I understand it, you are the lead attorney in this project? There was, there's three attorneys that worked on the project, and I was, I was lucky enough to, to join them. Uh, Andrew and, 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 and Anna, both of which are, are full-time attorneys at the Great North Innocence Project, so that's correct. How did you first become acquainted with this particular case involving Marvin Haynes? Yeah, you know, I'm on the board for the, the Great North Innocence Project, and the first thing I heard about when I joined the board was this case, and, and Marvin had been incarcerated for so long, and the, the case had actually been in development for quite some time. They had been working on it for over two years at the time, mm-hmm. and that was the first time I became connected to them. All right, everyone, we're talking with Jazz Hampton. I just love your name. He's <laughs> a part of the Innocence Project. Tell us what the Innocence Project does. Yeah, so the Great North Innocence Project really focuses in on identifying cases where someone was wrongfully convicted and then working diligently to ensure that uh, through petitions to the court, whether it's to the, to the AG's crime... Uh, conviction review unit or, or to individual uh, counties, we, we have an opportunity to rehear those cases and really fight for someone's freedom in that moment. So Mr. Haynes was in imprisoned uh, for 20 years. He was 16 at the time. At what point did your program, your the project uh, at which you're associated, get involved? Yeah, so about two years ago was, was when the involvement started. And that started with all of the groundwork that you kind of think of when you think of a TV show almost, right? You're going to interview people who were involved in the case really early on. You're reviewing the documents from the old trial. You're doing all of that prep work to say, okay, this is really a case where we can, we have a fighting chance of, of releasing this individual. And so over two years ago, Anna and Andrew were working on this with other people, Julie Jonas, and a lot of other folks from the Innocence Project over here, the Great North Innocence Project. Mm-hmm. And so from that point, when they collected all the facts, they said, okay, now we have to start filing the petitions and try to get this into the court system. How did his case come to your attention? You know, there anyone can write the Great North Innocence Project from incarceration to try, kind of uh, bring light to their case and try to try to get uh, on the docket, if, if you will. And so uh, he began writing letters really early on uh, during his incarceration, starting back before any of the current people at the Great North Innocence Project even worked there. So he had been writing for quite some time. Uh, hoping that someone would be able to hear him and pick up this case. Okay, so for those who don't know, outline the case. What was the situation? Uh, How did it all happen that he was uh, incarcerated? What was the whole case about? Yeah, so uh, in here in North Minneapolis at at Jerry's Flower Shop, there was someone who walked into the store, uh, tried to commit a robbery, and and shot the individual that worked in and owned that, that flower shop. Um, and the person did that and ran out of the store. Um, uh, several days later, Marvin was arrested. Uh, and during that interrogation and during that time, Marvin was 16 years old. Uh, there was no DNA, no, no gun, no blood, no any physical evidence connecting Marvin to this case whatsoever. All it was was some really faulty uh, police lineups that were done. Someone who, who looked at a set of pictures and said, I'm 70 to, to 80% sure that it was this individual, which was not Marvin, and then showed another set of pictures, and then that one Marvin was there, uh, and then chose him on that second one. So that brings about two or three different identification issues. And then any other person that was involved uh, from from family members to community members that had testified against him has, has recanted those statements since. Uh, and in fact, one of those individuals was 14 years old when he, when he gave the statement to police.
Interesting. So the who was the county uh, attorney at that time? So um, Amy Klobuchar was over the entire organization, but the person uh, prosecuting it was a different individual. His last name was Bernstall. And so he was the individual that actually prosecuted this case and, and several others at the time. Have you been in contact with him, and what is his position now that uh, Marvin Haynes has been released? Yeah, you know, a, a lot of individuals who, who prosecute in that situation really try to stand by what they had previously done, and he does still stand by the work that he did. But he's no longer a prosecutor in, in Hennepin County. Um, other cases, actually, when, when Mary Moriarty, uh, she actually agreed to vacate this case, that the current Hennepin County uh, prosecutor, and when she agreed to do that, um, she stated that this case and others were all under that same individual prosecutor at the time. Interesting. Everyone, we're talking with Jazz Hampton. Uh, am I incorrect in, in saying that you're the lead attorney on this particular case? Oh, I would give all the lead attorney credit to Andrew and, and Anna. <laughs> and so the way that it works is, is they work at the Great North Innocence Project 24-7-365. Yes. It is their full-time full -term job. When something goes to trial or they're ready to litigate something, they'll call in lawyers from the community to be a part of that team that litigates it. So mm -hmm. uh, us three were there in, in court every day, along with, with Sidney uh, Cobbs, who was, who was our, our paralegal on the case. Uh, so I, I definitely want to give all credit to those two because they worked tirelessly on this case for, for two plus years. This is largely uh, funded by individuals. How is the Innocence Project, uh, how does it stay up and running? Yeah, the Great North Innocence Project really relies on funding. So if you go to their website, it's the Great North Innocence Project uh, slash donate. Uh, you can donate to the work they're doing because these individuals, I mean, <laughs> Andrew went to Columbia Law. Uh, Anna went to Notre Dame Law. Incredibly intelligent people that could have really great jobs anywhere in the world. And they choose to be at organizations that fight for the innocence of people. And so that's why I, I stand here and I, I want to join the work. But I also want to fight for the funding for those types of organizations because... Uh, if there isn't funding for them, none of these cases would be able to be reheard in these situations. I know it's, it's been just a few days since uh, Marvin Haynes was released. How has your life changed since that time? What's been the reaction to Jazz Hampton? You know, it's it's I've had really positive interactions and, and just hearing from the community that they're so grateful that someone, some group like the Great North Innocence Project has come along and heard out these cases and fought for these individuals because for so long people feel like their voice isn't being heard. Don't get me wrong, they can't take on a million at a time, but, sure. but it just feels great. But more than anything, um, I feel like my life has personally been changed by Marvin. He is such an incredible individual. His positivity is infectious. He is, I've never heard him say, I can't believe all this time was wasted. I've never heard him have frustration. And don't get me wrong, I re he can reserve the right to be frustrated in six months or, or sure, whenever. Sure. But he doesn't express it. It's just pure gratitude and happiness to be home with it with his mother, his his father and his and his siblings. So I just I, I the the biggest change in my life is the positivity that Marvin himself has brought into it. So what's going to happen with Marvin to help him to reintegrate into society after being away for nearly twenty years? You know, there's there's some programs and, and social work that he can reach out to and have, and, and there, we need more robust programming in that sense for sure. Uh, but then it, it relies a lot on the community. Um, of course, his, his family financially was strained for a very long time trying to free him, um, and he's going to be living with them, and, and, and they're helping out as much as they can. But until then, he can also seek restitution from financially in this situation as well. How likely is it that the county will restore him financially? You know, uh, we have a statute or laws on the books that specifically address uh, compensation for those who are wrongfully convicted. And in this situation, especially when a uh, case is, is vacated, it's not like it went to a jury or a judge and they decided uh, that the prosecutors jointly agreed to vacate the case. 
uh, he has, he has a, a chance then to address those statutes and those laws to really fight for that compensation now. So what's next for you? Is there another case like Marvin Haynes that you're looking at, or are there, is there a whole range of cases that you're looking at presently? Yeah, and, and the, the thing I say about the work that the Great North Innocence Project does is that there's always going to be a full slate of people who are wrongly convicted, but it's all about timing, right? It's, it's what case could be heard more in a more expeditious timeline, or what case facts can we cultivate quicker to, to have a better chance to go into court and win. And so I know the, the team over there is working diligently to find the next case, and, and they're already working on a few as well because it's not just Minnesota. They handle more and more jurisdictions right. as the Great North Innocence Project. Uh, and so they're, they're always encouraging more people to write in, more people to, uh, to petition them to, to take on their case and do more work. Final question. You mentioned funding. What are the two ways that we can help uh, Marvin and also the project itself? Yeah, um, it, you can either look on, on Marvina's social, social medias or, uh, uh, or just search for the GoFundMe for Marvin Haynes. And, and uh, he would really appreciate that because any money that he might get from the government for the wrongful uh, incarceration uh, takes some time. It's not coming tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, it is not coming tomorrow. And so, and, and, and Marvin, we really are excited that he has a new lease on life. And so we want to make sure that he starts out on a solid foundation. So if you can go to Marvin's GoFundMe to, to make sure to donate funds there. And then as I said before, um, just donating on the website for the Great North Innocence Project is really important as well. We don't do shout outs, but uh, it's that time of the year. Is there a final thought or a shout out that you'd like to share this morning? Uh, I, I think the last one I'll say is, first of all, to the entire Great North team. They've done incredible work. Um, and then, of course, the other one is to my wife because I have a full-time job and then I do this on the side and I teach at St. Thomas. So uh, she empowers me to, to do all this work. So I, I always want to say uh, appreciate that to my wife. Wedding anniversary coming up? Uh, this weekend was our six-year anniversary and her birthday was one day before the evidentiary hearing. So oh my uh, it was a really compact time in our life. So in uh, our three kids, uh, she's, she's done incredible both in the home and outside of the home at work. So I appreciate her. Congratulations and thank you for taking the time to be with us so early this morning on KMLJ. Thank you. I appreciate it. He is Jazz Hampton. I'm calling him the lead attorney in the <laughs> Innocence Project, freeing Marvin Haynes after 20 years in prison, wrongfully jailed.